0: Hi, welcome to The Literary Sipper. This is Amber Vidy hill your host. And today, we're going to be talking about embracing your own voice. I have talked to so many people over the years about stories around their writing and their voices, both in singing, speaking in front of groups, speaking to other people on one-on-one situations. And we've all had them, whether it's about our spelling or our bad handwriting or red marks all over a page or bad critique groups. All of us have stories around our voices that have damaged us in some way and have been traumatic in others. Then, because we feel so awful about our own voices, we start to fall in love with other people's voices. Whether that's other singers or writers or people, we think they have talent. They have something I wasn't born with. That their artistry comes from another place, someplace that I don't have access to. to. My voice is small. It's unworthy. It's unskilled unimaginative, and I'm saying all of this because I have felt that many, many times over my life. But what I want to say today is that the fear you have around your voice and your art and what you have to say to the world is part of the experience. It is part of the story that you have to share. No one said it was going to be this easy, and no one said it was going to be this hard. Roseanne Cash, the brilliant songwriter and writer, said that the key to change is to let go of fear. She says, I have learned to be steady in my course of love, or fear, or loneliness, rather than impulsive in its wasting, either lyrically or emotionally. Music." is service to the people. Music and art, we need it like blood and oxygen. It heals us, and it reveals us to ourselves. So in order to become more comfortable with our voice, as a poet, as a singer, as a person in the world, we have to do the work of listening to the self and listening to what it is that we have to say. The artist progresses through different visions of them, their lives, as they travel from childhood to adulthood. And each one of those lessons may bring with it fear, resistance, defensiveness, the feeling of being closed off or different from others, and all of the small voices that tell us you're not good enough or you're too much. All of those things can block your voice, literally, in your throat. And you have to go through the process of clearing out before you can sing out. Is there a problem that you have not talked about, that you have not even enunciated? Are there secret stories that you haven't told anyone that you keep within you and say, this is the reason that I don't share my voice. This is the reason then i don't put my work out into the world this is the reason that i feel so confused part of moving through and clearing out is giving name to the problems giving names to the places where you are blocked and the but the work of being an adult and the work of being an artist is to figure out what resources you have to cope with them creativity Is a resource. Other people are resources. Whether you need a coach, class, a confidant, a community, all of those things are resources that are there to help you do the work of clearing out space so you can welcome in new motivation. The hardest part is actually falling in love with the sound of your own voice. I can remember recording songs on a boombox in my bedroom when I was in fifth grade, singing and making up songs and recording them on a blank tape, a blank cassette tape, which tells you how old I am. Hello, fellow Gen Xers. But I would sing and I would hear them and I would think to myself, that's not me. That's not what I sound like. And I can even remember back then thinking to myself, my voice is ugly. It isn't as beautiful as I thought it was in my imagination. And there's facing the reality of the sound of your own voice that so many people ignore. And they have been encouraged to ignore. Because how dare you think that your voice should be above others or singled out or soloed when there's all of us clamoring for attention? And I would encourage you to do the simple work of recording your voice and listening to it. Record yourself reading a poem that you love or a song that you love. Just the words, don't sing yet unless you're called to, but just record your voice and then listen to it. Use the voice memo on your phone and listen to the sound of your own voice. Listen to it so often That it does not become the trigger. Ask yourself, what do you hear in your own voice that is a gift? What do you hear in your own voice that is to be commended, that is to be celebrated? And I will tell you, it's a very, very hard exercise to do. Every time I have to record a podcast, I have to listen to the sound of my own voice. And that's difficult. But over time, it ceases to be a block and you can move past it and move more carefully to the business of what it is you're saying rather than how does it sound? Oh, that scares me. Oh, I feel like a sixth grader again. Find a friend, find a peer, find a community of other people who are also looking to sound their own voices. There is so much work out there being done with voice. I read a cookbook the other day called Simply Julia. I highly recommend the cookbook. It is not Julia Child. It is another cookbook author. But in the introduction, she talks about taking voice classes because not the craft of voice, not studying what it is to be an articulate singer and working on range variation or anything like that but simply the idea of having enough breath and power behind your voice so that when she had to go on speaking gigs for her book, that she was able to harness the power of her own voice because her shyness had plagued her for so long. She was afraid to speak in front of a group. And so she sought out a voice teacher who specialized in almost gravitas, on the power of your own voice, both in terms of harnessing the breath, but also in terms of love and generosity for yourself and self-compassion so that you believed that the voice inside you was something worth hearing. They're out there, and I have lots and lots of recommendations for you if you're interested. But you have to move through the pain points, and you need to name them, and then claim them as your own and then reflect on how they affect you. But above all else, you need to sing out and let your voice be heard. Embrace your own voice. You are the only one with it. And whether that voice gets translated through visual art or music or writing or photographs or cooking, gardening, or any number of creative activities, there is voice there and it is up to you to find it. I hope all is well, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Literary Sipper. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. If you did, please subscribe and leave a rating and review if you're feeling especially generous. Until next time, keep reading, keep writing, and keep putting your voice in the world. It's waiting for you.